BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. Remember to subscribe. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. So see you then. Welcome to Real Pod. It's your host, Victoria Garrick, and this is the podcast where we hold nothing back. Oh, so we're getting deep, huh? I really cried for 12 days straight. Why do I want to be perfect? There's nothing in my life that is perfect. Every week, I'll bring you honest, unfiltered, and eye-opening conversations to help uncover the real in all of us. I crave the type of content that you're talking about. I actually felt insecure. Oh my God, am I going to cry? Let me just unload everything. (laughs) (laughs) New episodes every Wednesday. Leave those filters at the door because it's time to get real. Yay. I'm excited. A solo episode. We're going to do a little recap on, well, this is supposed to be a Paris recap and it's going to primarily be about Pehi. However, is that even how you do it? I came away only speaking bonjour and oh my God, I almost just blinked. I think au revoir is goodbye. So I did not learn much Paris, but we did have a good time. So I'm going to brief you guys on Paris, going with my mom, which was so much fun. I did just get back from Hawaii. So I have a little bit of a glow. It was a burn. Uh, No one told me that the UV goes above 10. Like I didn't know the UV surpassed 10. I guess just being in California, like 10 is always the peak. So I'm in Hawaii it's day one. I just do my little, my normal sunscreen spritz. I do it on the chest, like right around the boobs that are sensitive, the shoulders. And then I go about my day. I am 50% Greek. So my mom, like growing up, we were just not a big, I know this sounds terrible. I'm not promoting this. We were not a big sunscreen family just because my skin doesn't burn easily. And I always felt like naturally protected. I know that that's stupid and still dangerous, but I did that. And then after day one, I was so burnt. I was so painfully burnt. Like I had discomfort sleeping. I used half a bottle of aloe vera on 
my body. Max was actually mad at me, which I totally understand. It's like a, it's a health concern. And I was like, I feel so bad about this. I had no idea. So then all the cute bathing suits I'd packed, forget them. Like I'm not wearing them because wearing the strings is uncomfortable and I can't even be like under the sun. So I'm wearing like Max's athletic t-shirts as like makeshift rash guards in front of all of his coworkers. It's fine. It worked out. We had an amazing trip, but didn't escape it without a little breakdown on the first morning in Hawaii. I feel like I'll just spend a little time on this because I think it's relatable for people. But I, LOL, if you listen to my last solo, you'll be like, Vic, stop trying to be relatable to people. But I do think that this will resonate. That's a better word. I'm talking kind of fast. One second, I'm going to slow myself down, which we can leave this on the air. You know, I'm excited, you guys. Here we go. So I get to Hawaii and I'm kind of, we're going on a Wednesday. And whenever you go on a trip and you're kind of like not fully tied up with work and life back home, it's a bit of like a purgatory because you are excited to like run to the beach or vacay and unplug, but you really can't unplug. And I think a lot of that stress kind of carried over. And so the first morning in Hawaii, I like woke up immediately to my phone. I'm finishing editing a video that needs to be uploaded. I'm late on a podcast. This episode, surprise, was supposed to be recorded and aired like a week prior to when you're hearing it, but I was so behind. And then when you're behind on podcasting, it's tough because I don't want to grab the mic and force myself to be cheery and record something fun for you guys when I'm not in the mood. So the whole thing sucks when you're late on podcasting. But I woke up and I just felt like I am at my breaking point running my business by myself. And I am in the background in the process of hiring my first official full-time employee. Yay. I'm so excited. I feel like I was trying to tell myself like me having this breakdown and crying and feeling like I'm playing whack-a-mole with my life because I have no help. That has to happen in order for me to realize it is time to go to the next level And I think that's really exemplary of any sort of pressure points or issues we're having in life. Like it sucks to be at your breaking point, but it's a sign that like you're blossoming into a butterfly or you're turning the corner of a next level. And that's exciting. So I was trying to remind myself of that, but it was definitely not the vibe to be like crying alone in my hotel room while the sun is up and the the ocean is, I can see it from my balcony and the waves are crashing and I'm feeling so blessed and like I have this awesome day ahead, but I can't escape the mental like anchor of the overwhelming stress I'm feeling with work. And then you double down on yourself, right? You're like, well, I can't believe I'm feeling negative and I should be happy. And this sucks. And this is the worst note to start my trip on. And then I'm thinking I'm here for Max. So the one person I would maybe go to, like it's his first day with his coworkers and I have to show up for him when it's not about me. So I was just feeling really lonely and really at my breaking point and I started to cry. Anyways, I was able to get through it. I did some journaling. I journaled like what's frustrating me. And then I wrote down what are my solutions. And for pretty much everything that was frustrating me, I had solutions already in place. So I was like, we're pulling a different episode for RealPod and that's going to be fine. And I'm in the second round interview process with candidates and things are going well. Like I'm moving the needle in some way to feel less stressed. I was able to kind of journal and get it out of my system. And then I saw this TikTok. This was like divine timing. I swear these freaking phones, 
know everything about it is kind of crazy but like I am having this emotion of feeling so overwhelmed I open TikTok and there's a video and it's like are you ever having a terrible day where one thing after another thing after another thing is just negative and your day is just shit storming and I'm thinking yes that is literally me right now and like the FYP sometimes is creepily on point but this person was talking and saying how we have to view our days and our emotions as like domino effects. And when something bad happens, it's easy to then see the negativity in the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And you keep the negative dominoes falling. And it's really hard to break negative domino fall. You have to do something that is going to shock the system and your day to change the trajectory. You ever think about how when you do set up dominoes, there's all those different trails and paths the dominoes can take and you never know which is falling and which way it's going. You have to create that shift so that the dominoes start to fall in a positive direction. And for me, I have to do my journaling and recognize that all the solutions and the things I need to get done are happening. Yes, I feel shitty about things right now, but like we're working towards fixing it. So I have to let that go. So creating that positive domino for me was like, okay, I got my cry out. I reached out to my people for support. And, you know, actually mine was, I need to get rid of my phone. Like I felt like my phone was the thing that was creating the dominoes falling in the negative direction. I just feel like there's always emails. There's always texts. There's always people who need things from me. And I am at my max capacity. I don't, I don't have anything in me to give. And I had this conversation with my mom this morning. My mom was just saying like, there are takers and there are givers. And I feel like when you think about takers, it can feel really negative. Like people in life who take, 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 like I have friends who are takers. You know, we have family members who are takers. They're really good people. They're fun. They contribute positively to your life. But for the most part in relationships, they're really good at taking. They're really good at being the person who's being catered to. And I feel like I have set myself up in life to be more of a giver, especially emotionally. And so I wanted to be out of reach for work, for life, for anything. And so I just was like, I'm turning my phone off. And it was like a five second decision. So I sent my final emails or texts to the people who needed to know I wouldn't be reachable. And I turned my phone off and I put it in a drawer. And I can't even tell you the wave of relief that came over me by just being unreachable. It's like, I'm going to go down to the beach and swim in the ocean and even Max, when he arrives back from golf, he will not know where to find me. And I had to be like, you know what? He'll figure it out. Like we're all on the same property. Like it's the beach or the pool. Like it's not that hard. Like back in the olden day, people had to go to concerts and go on dates and meet at restaurants and bars. And they didn't have phones or locations or Snapchat or calling because you're five minutes away. Like they figured it out. And I was like, we'll figure it out. So I put my phone away and I cannot tell you how great that was. And it makes me think I want to start implementing one day a week that I can go phoneless. Maybe like I'm doing that on Sundays. Maybe I'm doing that every weeknight, but like after eight o'clock. So I've got to figure that out, but that's something that I want to do. Anyways, Hawaii was great. I was there with Max's coworkers. They're all super cool. I was so proud of him. It was fun to do something like for Max. A lot of the stuff that we do like is very Vic based just on like things for my work or travel that I have or things I'm going to. So it was really special to do something for Max and just get to support him and kind of see him reap 
some success in his life because he has experienced a lot of figuring out the next thing he wants to do and climbing a hill and starting from ground zero after college with no resume and no plan because he thought he'd be in the NFL. And like, if you want more of Max's story, he's been on RealPod many times, but his Max Brown interview has his story. So, you know, it was just really nice for us to be somewhere celebrating Max having success. We're going to take a quick break and then I'll be back with Paris. This solo episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Literally, not even kidding you, I brought my AG1 travel packs with me to Paris. If you followed the Instagram stories, you saw that one morning when I was getting ready, I got my water bottle, I poured the travel pack in, did a shake, 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 drank that and was good to go for my day. I love the travel packs. I bring them with me everywhere. And if you listen for the special code, you can get five free travel packs with your first purchase. That's athleticgreens.com slash real pod. And if you're like, Vic, remind me again, what is AG1? Well, AG1 is by Athletic Greens and it's daily nutrition made really simple. With just one scoop, I get the nutrients and gut health support that helps my whole body thrive and covers my nutritional bases. That's the key for me is that I'm covering the nutritional bases. I don't like to think too intently or worry a lot about what I'm eating specifically during my day. So when I take my AG1, I just know that I can make that mental check and it just feels amazing. It is made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients that deliver benefits like mood, immune system, sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. I think the biggest thing I notice is that my body just feels in rhythm and like my system, all things are working properly. So it is just a part of my daily routine. It's a part of Max's and I highly recommend you give it a try. I cannot say enough good things about AG1. So if you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving RealPod listeners a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just head to athleticgreens.com slash RealPod. That's athleticgreens.com slash RealPod. Check it out. Okay, I recently got some new slides that I'm absolutely loving. They're neon orange, they're super cute, and they are from Vionic. The reason I got slides from Vionic is because, I mean, I don't know someone who has flatter feet than me. Like when I say, if you put paint on the bottom of my foot, you're not getting like a cute print if I step on a canvas, like the whole foot is touching the ground. So I need arch support. And that's why I buy my slides from Vionic. Vionic also offers shoes for every day and every occasion. I also have the slippers and I actually have the white sneakers. I wore them on my walk the other day. All of Vionic's shoes are made with Vionic's exclusive Viomotion technology that aligns and balances the whole you feet first. The brand was actually created by scientists who have proven the notion that balance begins with our feet and moves through our body. When we're in balance in our body, we can be in balance in our lives. Vionic also offers a 30-day risk-free trial, so there's no reason not to buy. I mean, I literally love it when brands offer risk-free trials because there's no risk. Wear them, love them, or return them for a full refund within 30 days if you're not satisfied for any reason. I suggest you, I mean, there's so many options you can choose from, but I love the slippers as well because I wear those around the house. I think around the house is when your feet really don't get support. So check out the slippers. I got the pink fuzzy ones. And you can use code REALPOD at checkout for free shipping on that first order. So head to www.vionicshoes.com and use code REALPOD in all caps, one word, REALPOD at checkout for free shipping at www.vionicshoes.com. 
my mom and I had been wanting to do a trip together. My mom, as you might know, was a super integral part of my wedding. She basically, I want to say helped plan, but she did. I helped her like she planned the whole thing. I feel so grateful that my mom and I are so close and that she was so involved and I value her taste and I value her opinion. And like she made it really special. And because she had worked so hard I wanted to do a proper thank you. And I did get her a gift. So the gift that I got my mom for the wedding. Oh my God, I didn't even draw this connection. This is super special. So years, years, years ago when I was like eight, I went to Paris with my mom and her best friend, actually her best friend, Linda. So if you saw the Taylor Swift video where my mom was like, Linda would never do this. Back when I was a kid, my mom and that Linda took me and then Linda's son to Paris. And I went one day to the Eiffel Tower. I think they pawned us off to a babysitter on this day and her and Linda went and did something. But I came back from the Eiffel Tower and I had bought my mom like a little compact mirror, like a plastic one, like $10. And I gave it to her and my mom was just so touched. I mean, I think just because I was young and to do something thoughtful. So I got my mom this compact mirror and she ended up keeping it for like a long time, this plastic compact mirror from Paris. And then one year she lost it. So she lost the mirror. And I always knew this story. I never thought too much about it. But then when it was time for my wedding and I was thinking about what to get my mom, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to get her a gorgeous, stunning compact mirror, like an expensive one that kind of pays homage to the fact that I got her a compact mirror when I was young. She lost it. And now I'm an adult and I'm getting her this super meaningful gift and I'll engrave the compact mirror. And that will be my wedding thank you gift, the tangible one. So what a full circle moment that it was the Paris compact mirror. I didn't even think about that. But so I got I got my mom this gift. She loved it. I got it from Christofli. So if anyone's looking to get a compact mirror, there's not many people don't sell them these days. I got it from Christofli and I got it engraved at a jeweler and my mom loved it. It has this beautiful peacock. It's I think it's sterling silver or white gold. I forget, but it's gorgeous. And then I wanted to do like another thing. I wanted to do like an experience for my mom. And I thought I want to take her on some sort of trip or some spa weekend or something like that to spend time together as another thank you for the wedding. It worked out that there was a hotel in Paris called Hotel Dames de Arts. I I might be saying it wrong. And it had just opened and they were going to do a collaboration with me and they reached out. And I thought this is exciting, but I don't know like when I'm going to Paris. So I'll just kind of flag it in the back of my mind. But then my mom and I were like, let's take this trip and let's do Paris. So reached back out to the hotel, which was super clutch to be able to go there and kind of stay and have that arranged. And I highly recommend it. It was such a lovely place. If you're looking for something, I think this is the perfect modern, chic, brand new in between. We had a lovely stay. So shout out Hotel Dames Day Arts. You guys slayed it. And that's why my mom and I went. Now, a lot of people were asking me about our itinerary. Like, where'd you guys go? What'd you do? I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but this is the truth. Like, I'm not someone who is very into the classic abroad type of experience. I feel bad saying this, but I think there are people like me where like, doing all the tourist things. I mean, that literally like exhausts me and it just doesn't hit me the way I think it hits other people. I mean, Max and I on our honeymoon, like we did our best to do the things. We went to the chapels, we saw the old buildings and like, it's cool, 
there's some things that are like really magical to witness and to think about for sure. But for the most part, like after I've seen one beautiful church, is it terrible to say they all kind of like start looking the same and like I'm just getting hot and sweaty and my feet hurt and I just want to go have a nice meal. That's who I am on vacation. So my mom had been to Paris. I did go when I was younger. So I saw the Eiffel Tower, the Arc de Triomphe. So we were really going to like have a luxurious time. We wanted to shop. We wanted to eat. We wanted to relax. We wanted to be on no agenda. We literally just went to live our best lives and that we did. The other coincidence that we didn't plan was it was going to be Paris Fashion Week the same week that my mom and I went to Paris. We had no idea. So we are starting our first day like out and about on the town and the people and what they were wearing was on another level. Like we think we're doing something here with our New Balance sneakers and like an oversized jean and like, no. When you look at these Parisian women and men and just anyone in this city and what they're wearing, I mean, everyone is wearing furs, they're wearing neons, they're wearing leather, they're wearing sparkles. Some of them also are just understated, but they're looking like effortlessly chic and cool. And so my mom and I start joking that, we need to burn everything in our suitcase because nothing makes us feel like we remotely fit in. I don't know if any of you guys have seen Modern Family, but you know that scene when, is it Mitch? Yeah, when Mitch is in Paris and someone's like, hello, sir. And he's like, how do you know I'm American? And he's like, have a nice day because it's like the way that he's dressing and the way that he's acting. And my mom and I felt like we were, that was totally us just sticking out like a sore thumb. So by the second day, we were like doing everything and anything to like mix and match what we'd packed. I would say at the end of the day, if you want to play it safe, but also absolutely slay in Paris, it is a long black sweater dress. It is a long black wool coat or winter coat, a black leather boot, a slick back hair and a sunglass and sunglasses. And that like you're killing it that you're going to be fine. And so that was kind of my go to outfit. So my mom and I are dressing up. We are shopping. And I kind of knew going into this trip that I wanted to do some damage. I feel like I don't really treat myself. I really don't. And actually, shout out to Ella, because when you have those friends who kind of just are not that she's a bad influence, but they're kind of like the devil on your shoulder in a good way, being like, buy the bag or like you should get a new car or like, well, I didn't get the new car because I don't know. I just lost the hype on searching for one. And then I got lazy and I'm like, oh, my car works just fine. So whatever, we'll put that on hold. But for Paris, I thought I want to buy myself a nice bag, maybe two, maybe three. We'll figure it out. But I knew I was not coming home without some sort of iconic purchase. So going into the trip, like I was excited. And also there's no taxes abroad. So you're getting a major steal. Like if you're going to make a luxury purchase, if you can do it in Europe, that's the place to do it. So I'm thinking, great, why don't I just get all of this out of my system while the prices are in my favor? So going into the trip, I was thinking I was maybe going to get the Celine bag. It's the black, I think it's the Triumph. I don't, I forget the name, but it's the black classic leather Celine bag with the gold C's facing away from each other as the clasp. I was thinking I would get that because I was like, I don't have a bag that kind of is a black bag that goes with a lot of things, but it wasn't really exciting me. It just felt a little too classic, maybe a little on the mature side in the sense that it didn't feel like young, fun and spunky. So I didn't know exactly what I wanted. And then maybe I was thinking we could dabble in Chanel and we could see what they have. But 
The Chanel prices right now are just like up the hoo-ha. I don't know what the word would be. So they're so expensive. And I want to make this choice and feel really good about it. So we go into Dior. And in I've never thought about Dior very intently before. Like Christian Dior has never been an exciting designer for me. I feel like I'm a Prada girly. I love Prada and I love Chanel. Never been really into Dior. But Dior in Paris is a moment. It's a vibe. I mean, there's the Dior Museum, which we did, which was amazing. And you can just kind of feel how special it is. So we go in and I was not a saddlebag girly. Like I remember thinking, no, those look like like a horseback riding type of bag. It's not my vibe. But there's people in there trying them on. My mom's like, let's try on the saddlebag. And I'm kind of like, wait, this is really giving. And then I post that photo on Instagram being like, try it on the saddlebag, but I don't think it's for me. And then I didn't know how much of like a saddlebag cult there was in the world, but the amount of DMs, the amount of friends I even had messaging me coming out of the woodworks being like, no, Vic, the saddlebag is iconic. Like the saddlebag will never out of style. Wow. This feels special. This feels unique. This feels like the, the thing that I want, but it's a big purchase. And something about me that you should know is I am so indecisive. I am one of the most indecisive people when it comes to decisions that are personality based or personal decisions, I think, because when it comes to work, I'm very decisive and I know what I think is good content. I know what I think is a good title. I know what I think is a good guest. Like I can figure that stuff out. But when it comes to what to wear, I'm sure you see this on my videos. I'm so indecisive. The way that my mom for like what was then the next 48 hours, just listening to me at lunch, at dinner, walking around. But the, will the saddlebag this? Will, will the saddlebag this? Will this? My mom was just like, Vic, like you, it's not that deep. Like you will have times in your life where you make luxury investments and you regret it and you learn from it and you resell it or you put it on real, real, you know, whatever. It's not the end of the world. I end up going, we go back to Dior for the third time and I'm trying on the bag and I'm thinking like, I really want it. I had a dream about it the night before. I'm really thinking this is it. And my mom was like, okay, you're getting it. And I was like, are you sure? She's like, you're getting it. She's like, you can start ringing it up, like talking to the person. So I ended up getting the saddlebag. And to this day, I think it's now, what are we, three weeks, four weeks later? I have no regrets. I love it. I think it is a great purchase. I love that I can wear it crossbody. I can wear it handheld. I can wear it just as a shoulder bag. I love that it is black and goes with everything, but it also has the chunky gold, which feels trendy. It feels new. It feels me. So I feel good about the purchase. Back to kind of my last solo episode about being relatable or sharing with the world. I'm trying to navigate how I'm wanting to share everything with everyone, but then I'm also still a very sensitive person. And because I do think so much about what I'm buying just as a person to then have the opinions of other people saying, oh, I don't like that color or you shouldn't have done that or this, that. It was just too much for me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep some Paris purchases just to myself and my mom. Although my blue Prada bucket hat did make its debut in Hawaii. And I'm also obsessed with that. This solo episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we are always growing and changing. I often find that when I think I have a grasp on my life and myself, there's always a new challenge next. And therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding. Because sometimes we just don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. And therapy has been the biggest thing that has helped me on 
my journey with mental health, with understanding myself, with just becoming a better person overall. And BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery no matter where you're starting from. Therapy also is just so helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma, et cetera. It is truly just for anyone trying to become the best version of themselves and also just develop further self-awareness into why they are the way they are. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp by visiting betterhelp.com slash realpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, betterhelp.com slash realpod. I don't know about you, but sometimes I will get headaches or just feel unenergized or just kind of like I'm off, whether it's been a long week, I didn't get great sleep, a variety of factors. But when I'm feeling that way and when Max is feeling that way too now because he has equally become obsessed with this product, we drink Element. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix. Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited to facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. Element can help prevent and eliminate headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, and other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiency. And you guys, I seriously noticed the impact of this immediately. Upon my first few sips of Element, I literally already start feeling better. I've told all my friends to try it. Aubrey just ordered the full pack. So she's getting all the flavors. And I think they're like down. When I visited her last, I was like, can I have an Element? And she's like, I only think I have a few left because she's also obsessed with it. Element is used by everyone from NBA, NFL, NHL players, Olympic athletes, Navy SEALs to everyday moms, dads, and exercise enthusiasts. And right now, Element is offering RealPod listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's clutch because that's eight single serving packets for free with any Element order, which is a great way to try all eight flavors. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash RealPod. This deal is only available through my link. So you should go to drinkelement, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash RealPod. The next thing I think I want to talk about is just my relationship with my mom, because I feel like when you go on a trip with someone, especially abroad, you're spending a lot of time together. And I did get a lot of DMs just saying it's so sweet how close you are with your mom. I'd love to hear more about this relationship and how you guys are so close and if you've always been that way. So I think to state the truth, my mom is just the fucking best. Like even growing up, like my friends would just say, we love Lainey. Lainey's the best. Lainey's my second mom. I've always just felt super grateful and lucky to have such a wonderful mother. And I think if moms are listening, they might be thinking, what makes her a great mom? The number one thing my mom leads with is like unconditional love. Like my mom is the most loving person. Like I've always felt loved by her. I've always felt safe with her. I don't know if this hits, but I mean, growing up, like I wasn't afraid to be naked in front of my mom. Like she was naked in front of me. I know that that's different for everyone, but I just kind of say that as like a, I grew up very close to her, like in the sense that there was no wall between us and things were very open. And I think that lended itself to us 
continuing to be close like as we grew up. Also, the thing about my mom that I think has allowed us to have such a amazing relationship and I hope to be this way with my kids, but it is so hard to do this at a high level. My mom always had the patience and she always had the space and she just always gave me the benefit of the doubt and she always gave me a really long leash. And I feel like that allowed us to be so close because it eliminated a lot of the little fights and the little arguments that I think we otherwise would have had if my mom would have met me with force and met me with sass, like when I was that way. When I think about myself, I'm definitely not someone who can let things roll off their back the way that my mom did. And I hope that when I have kids one day or a daughter, that I would be able to kind of take the shots and know that that's the strength I can give to them to show up in the same way that my mom did for me. And I think that's going to be insanely hard for me because that's not like how my personality is. My mom is super good at that. I'd say on the other hand, the thing my mom maybe doesn't possess is tough love. My mom's not a tough love girly. And so the times in life where tough love would have helped a situation that's not a strength of hers. I say that just so, you know, every mom has the things that make them an amazing mom and then the things that make them human. So I also think my mom has been super receptive over the years to like the changes I've made in my life, whether it's come to like body image and food. My mom has been like so receptive to that. And she was maybe someone when I was younger and I said, you know, I want to lose weight. My mom's like, great. Okay. Let's go to the nutritionist and like, let's help you lose weight. She wasn't like, why would you say that? Like your body's perfect. Like my mom was always a yes woman. And that, that for the most part played into a really positive relationship. But of course it had the moments where if I said I wanted to lose weight, my mom would say, okay, great. I'll support you. And then I come home from school and there's two cupcakes there's three kids. So I have two brothers and there's three, there's two cupcakes. And I'm like, well, where's my cupcake? And my mom's like, well, you said you're on a diet. So I didn't think I should get you a cupcake. And then I start crying and I'm like, well, you don't think I can have a cupcake? Like you don't think I can eat one? And she's like, no, you just said that you wanted to lose weight. And I thought that if I brought you a cupcake, you say I wasn't supporting you. But overall, like that's what's allowed us to have like a really close relationship. Back to Paris anyways, though, and being in Paris with my mom, because even Natalie was like, did you and your mom have a fight or get into any fights? Because I think you would think if you're going on a trip with your mom, you would maybe argue. And actually, we didn't get in a fight, but we did have one moment of disconnect. I felt like Paris would be a really good opportunity to kind of crank out a few content ideas. And also I'm in Paris and I start to get that underwhelming panic of I'm a content creator and I've been in Paris for two days and I haven't posted anything and I need to take advantage of this and I need to post. And my mom, on the other hand, like doesn't want to spend all day taking photos, doesn't want to spend all day filming videos. So I think on day two, I literally hadn't posted anything. And I also had these two content ideas I wanted to film with my mom. So my mom had helped me take photos for like, I think realistically, five minutes. I didn't love any of the photos. I didn't think the lighting was optimal. I didn't think the photo was iconic as it could be for the Paris debut. So then we went and we had an appetizer and drinks. And then I was like, I want to take a few more photos. And she kind of gave me this, 
Really? To which I was thinking, that doesn't feel fair because if Cubby, you know, I'm using the example of my soon to be sister-in-law. I'm like, because Cubby works in the corporate world. I'm like, if Cubby was on this trip with you and she said she had to take a 30 minute business call, you would say, no problem, Cubby. Like, I'll keep myself entertained or what can I do to, to help you take the call? Or can we go somewhere where there's better reception? Like, because when you view a business call in a corporate world, like that's viewed differently. But for me, if I need to take 10 minutes, so double the time of photos, like that's viewed as annoying and frivolous and silly. And so we didn't want to get into an argument and I could tell we were like teetering. Also, this is super funny. There was a person at the restaurant who noticed me and then asked for a photo and then was sitting like right next to us. So then it was also my first experience of being like, are people looking at me and reading my mannerisms? Do they think I'm arguing with my mom? So I was also being like keen of my surroundings, which was weird. But we very maturely, like, I had to take a deep breath and be like, okay, give her the benefit of the doubt. She doesn't want to be taking photos. Like, you know, when I had to explain to my mom, I explained exactly what I just said to you. I was like, if Cubby was here, you would be totally supportive. And she was like, okay. And so we had a deep breath and then we went and we took the photos and we like got it done. So we got into that like little tiff. And then the the filming the Taylor Swift video by the Eiffel Tower was so funny. And I didn't even plan on doing a BTS video, but my mom was being so hilarious with her questions behind the scenes and her shoes and her complaining that I was like, I just need to film this as well. So we're going to get two videos out of this. So it, it went well. A few other things I want to talk about about Paris. Eating on vacation and kind of getting out of routine and rhythm, I feel like for a lot of us, whether you're recovering and healing your relationship with food, you kind of get into a rhythm in your everyday life. And then when you're on vacation, things might be different and it might kind of shock your system a little bit if you can't get your workouts in or you can't have your normal breakfast or your favorite lunch spot. And you're kind of having these croissants and these desserts and these pastas and you're starting to kind of think about it more. I'd say for me, the thing that helps me when I'm on travel trips, not get too into my head about food is accepting the fact that things are going to be different because I'm out of the country or I'm not at home. And I'm allowing myself the permission to continue to listen to my body on this trip and enjoy myself. And if that means I don't want to work out as much, or if that means that I want to have dessert with every meal, or I want to have pasta for every meal, because we're at this restaurant one time and it's so good, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do that without guilt and without shame. And yes, when I go on trips and I do that, I notice a change in my body from the start to the end of the trip. I notice it in the way my clothes fit me. I notice it in the way I feel, but I continue that trust with myself of, I'm in a different environment. So of course I'm going to change a little bit or slightly. And then when I go home, I will slowly readjust to my routine and I will kind of adjust back to that. So I'm not putting in any harsh rules of watching what I'm doing on a trip or when I get back, the, the strict regimen. I'm trusting that my body and my relationship with food, it is a wave. It is a little wave that goes up and down, up and down, up and down, you know, and it and it's going to be that way my whole life. And I have to give myself the grace and the space when I'm traveling. And that's what I do. And that's what works for me. And it kind of keeps the toxic thoughts out. The other thing is just communicating with Max while I'm on trips. I know some of you are still in long distance relationships or you're traveling a lot and you're wondering how to kind of keep things kind of keep in contact with your spouse, Max and I actually have a really bad habit of not communicating well via phone. We are not texters when we're out of town. We're not big FaceTimers. 
I would say we are very securely attached. If you're familiar with the various attachment styles, there's like anxiously attached. Um, there's, I'm blanking, but we are securely attached, which means we're so secure that we don't even need to speak because we feel that confident in our relationship. However, I was like, it's going to be a safety concern. Like no one, your family doesn't live in LA. No one knows your day-to-day schedule, but me. And if you don't come home one night and you didn't text me, I got home from work, I'm going to bed. Like, and I just don't text you for a day and something happened to you, like something could be wrong. And when I go on the road and I'm speaking and like, I don't have anyone to text, I got to my hotel or this is where I'm staying. So we're trying to get into a better habit of saying like, my flight's taking off, my flight's landing on my way to the hotel. This is the hotel number. This is my room number. This is what I'm doing for the day. So we're trying to be better at that because if we didn't, Max and I could go like two, three days on a trip. I mean, that's a lie. We could go one full day, but for the most part, We'd send maybe a text in the morning and then a text at night and maybe a FaceTime. I don't know if we're like the complete opposite of the spectrum for other people who feel like they have to be texting and they have to be calling, but we're having to work on improving communication when we're apart and we're doing a better job with it for sure. And it's, it's, it's good problems to have. I mean, that we, we feel so secure that we can like have our own moments and not feel the need to be constantly in communication. But like I said, we are trying to work on it because I think it's smarter for the long run. Anyways, I have just been nonstop talking. Like I could keep going, but we are out of time. So I'm gonna have to cut it. But thank you for listening, besties. I hope you enjoyed. I appreciate you tuning in and kind of having this powwow with me. I'll post a photo on the real pod Insta from Paris. Drop me a comment responding to anything I talked about today. I'll be in the comments. I want to hear what you thought, hear what you have to say. And thanks so much for listening to another episode of Real Pod. I'll be back for you next Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Real Pod. If this hit home or helped you in some way, send it to a friend, a teammate, roomie, share the love, share the realness. New episodes of Real Pod come out every single Wednesday. So make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To leave a rating or review of the show, head to iTunes and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you. Not to mention, you can stay connected with Real Pod throughout the week seeing behind-the-scenes info and sneak previews of upcoming guests by following the at RealPod account on Instagram. All information about today's show and guests will be linked in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. I love you guys so, so much. Let's go dominate the day. And as always, keep it real. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.